Oh, Trendsetters, welcome to episode 449 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. And while you're there, you might as well explore, be a better friend to yourself, and have a look at all the posts I've been chucking on there lately. I've got Lionel Sanders, I'm in training program, I've got, um, oh man, I've been posting a lot, I really should click on here and have a quick gander so I can be a little bit more accurate. Um, I've got Brett Sutton's 10 day um, training structure that he gives a lot of his pros, I've got um, Dr. Ferrari's training philosophies, the way he structures his training. Uh, Chris McCormack's 2010 Ironman program, Cadell Evans' training structure. I'm just flicking down Freddie Van Lee's stuff, uh, um, but um, also got just uh, just re- posted this week. Um, Jinkobi's coaches, how he structured his key training sessions and how what he does within the week. So yeah, be a better friend to yourself. Click on so I'm. I actually getting a lot of satisfaction with doing those posts. I've been. Yeah, I've just been going through my my notes because I take a lot of notes. So I've had a couple of people go, where are you getting this information from? Some things I can tell you, pinpoint it straight away. I got that off Strava or I got that off, um, you know, had access to their program or I sent them an email and they replied back. Or, But then there's some things in my notes. I, I didn't write where I got it from. I just took notes down as I am either read it in a magazine or, to, or listened in podcasts or read a book or whatever the hell it was um so but i'm just taking note but uh there are a few things that i've been posting on the private facebook group of train smooth that i definitely don't own the rights to so i've just been posting it in that little group instead of posting it on the website so if you want access to that just friend or um not friend request a request to join the train smooth private group and I'll just add you up. You can have a little gander. Um, I do apologise. I, I really have been struggling getting onto this show. This episode I should have done what feels to be 300 years ago. I've um, And I had it all planned set last Thursday night. I had it all pinpointed down. Because it's hard to do podcasts when the kids are at home for school holidays. Because I'd be there talking in the microphone. Well, I never do it when the family's home. But if I did, you'd be listening to kids fighting in the background. Everyone would be just carrying on like pork chops. So I, I tend, tend to um, just avoid it like the plague. But last Thursday, I had it all pinpointed to the exact time. But then Wednesday, Thursday, I had shocking toothache. Oh, I've never been in so much pain. And because my dentist is on um, leave at the moment who's um and when i tell people this story they just shake their heads they 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 think i'd make this crap up but the dentist i've been going to since moving down to tassie is a guy that works from his back shed and i i kid you not it's literally his back shed um, it's not like a you know it's like a tool shed he you know you go in there it's not like he's got some seed chrome tools hanging off the wall it's decked out like an old 1980s dental clinic probably because he furnished it back in the 1980s um he used to have his own dental clinic and he's retired and now he just sees people by his old customers from word of mouth and 
my wife's grandparents always went to see him and so I was able to get his details there. Anyway, not only are you stepping back in the 1980s in his back shed where leaning back as he's, you know, got all his digits in your mouth, but his pricing is about from the 1980s too. My two front teeth are um, half real, half fake. I, I chipped them in half as a teenager goofing around. And every now and again, they'll chip again. The, the the fake parts just fall off. And so I've got to go back and get them done. It, it, twice now it's happened in the last 15 years since I've been in Tassie. And he's built them both back, built them up, back up, filed them, coloured them, did everything. Oh, 50 bucks. I think, truth. My wife had a root canal, $300. Like, anyway. So... This guy, I was hanging out to see him, and my wife's saying, you're going to have to go to a dentist soon. I go, please. I, You know, a bit of pain to save it, because I'm a type one. You know, I can put up with a bit of pain just to, for a week or two until he gets back. You know, spend half my life in suffering in pain. So, anyway, this pain became so, for, so crazy that I, over Wednesday, Thursday night, I could probably count on one hand how many hours of sleep I got. If you look at my training log, I'm doing runs at midnight, trying to because the only time I had any form of pain relief is if I actually was doing some form of exercise or I had ice packs uh, jammed up against my jaw. And so at, at you know midnight, I'm doing these runs. At 2 a.m., I'm lifting weights. And the rest of the time, I've just got this ice pack fully jarred up against my jaw, just replacing one after the other, popping, because I didn't have proper pain tablets. I was pop, popping paracetamol and nurofen like they're jelly beans. And I just, crazy. Anyway, I got back off to sleep on um, Thursday night, like 5 a.m. or whatever it was. And about 10.30, or 10, 10.30, my wife wakes me up and says, just got your appointment to the do- to the dentist up the road. Uh, so I take, so I get, get up and for the first 20 minutes of being up, no pain. I thought, eh, maybe I don't need to go after all. And you soon forget about what pain feels like. And all of a sudden, it just hit me hard, and I couldn't open my right eye. The pain was so severe, and the wife's looking at me with just, you know, sadness in her eyes. So she says, uh, I might actually take you. And I went, and so he, he, he wants to do a root canal, which is ridiculously overpriced, if you ask me. And he always wants to extract the tooth. He goes, I can extract it now. And I'm thinking, oh, my my actual dentist who works from his little back shed charges bugger all for a root canal while this guy wants to charge me almost $500 to rip my tooth out. And they go, uh, can I just have some pain tablets and some antibiotics maybe just to, while I think about this? So finally I can talk and then finally I've got the kids out of the house and I can actually talk in front of a microphone. But yeah, life is good. But... Geez, seven minutes already talking. Sorry about that. Um, I was recently a guest on a podcast, uh, See You Sometimes podcast, where I talk about what got me into sports and, and stuff. It was a pretty good episode. Well, I'm assuming it was a pretty good episode. I've had a lot of good feedbacks. Personally, I've never heard it, but having said that, I was there talking. But it's a, a local Launceston-based podcast, and we just 
literally talked about what got me into fitness, my triathlons, all that stuff. So if you're remotely interested in that, I've had um, uh, one of the athletes who, oh, I coach, who actually said he's listened to every episode on of this, which is mind-boggling to me that anyone does that. But he says there was a lot of stuff there he didn't um, didn't realize. And... I'm a little bit on the competitive side, so they're they're we're saying the record downloads on one episode was 450. So I thought, oh bugger that, I can easily beat that. So if if you're remotely interested in my backstory, jump on to see you sometimes podcast and just flick down um, to Tim Egg. Click on that bad boy, and even my wife actually listened to it, and that which took me by surprise. She told me today, she goes, "I listened to that podcast you were on," and I go, "Really? Like she's never listened to anything I've ever done, and like I've got what four hundred and forty-nine of these episodes listened to none. And I've told the story in the past where I said before starting it, I go, "Thinking of starting the podcast back up again." She goes, "Oh yeah, yeah," and I got to a hundred episodes. And she goes, and I say to her, you know, I'm almost at 100, I'm at 100 episodes. She goes, have you got a podcast? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing ever mentioned again. Get to close to um, episode 200. And I said, can you believe I'm at 200 episodes already? She goes, do you have a podcast? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told her 300 episodes because we just never talk about it because she's completely uninterested. But having said that, I've also been featured on, you know, a couple of times on ABC radio didn't tune in because she's not interested to um i've been featured on that um oh what's that station in sydney uh, today fm um doing an i was doing an impersonation of val venus an old wrestler because you know, I, I don't mind saying i'm a pretty good personator of val venus and she didn't listen to that and i've, I've been on um 2gb once too um she didn't none of that she ever wanted to tune in and listen to but i i get the impression she only tuned into this um see sometimes episode because um, my son Jack was also you know spoke a couple times so I'd imagine it's closer to that than listening to me but who knows but anyway tune in and have a listen it's um, you know why, why be bored just listening to me here where you can be bored listening to me elsewhere anyway a nice little 10 minutes of me gibbering I should actually answer a question or not it comes from Terry and Terry sent this 10 days ago crikey i'm sorry too and i do have a heap of podcasts lined up so i'm going to punch them out day after day i might even do to pump a couple out in one day we'll see how it go but i will record them all right now while i've got a bit of time two years ago i had surgery on my meniscus tear on my right knee but still having pains now I have to have surgery on my left knee from a meniscus tear and assist removal in the back of my left knee. Um, I've got a good story about that. Um, assist in the back of my knee. Um, <laughs> if I'm not filling up enough of your time already. Advice. I don't think the doctor performed good surgery on the right knee and I think was thinking about seeing another doctor for this surgery because I don't feel like he, the doctor did a successful surgery earlier. What would you think? So I'll give you some advice and then you can all tune out and then I'll tell you this story if you, anyone's remotely interested about the um, cyst on the back of the knee. Um, so a, a couple of things. Yeah, I, I'm trying to word this properly. 
I've got a couple of friends who are physiotherapists and the, the, quite often they get blamed for being hopeless when in fact sometimes they're not hopeless the patient didn't do exactly what they suggested that so for for instance they, they might say oh for four times three between three and four times between three and five times a day I just do this stretch and do this with the band and stretch or whatever and the person might do once or twice a day for three days and then they'll miss a day and they might do it once and then they'll miss two days and then they'll go back and say yeah yeah i'm at it and then the next they might do another one or two times the next day and probably nothing for a week but yet that physiotherapist gets you know the blame that they're doing a crap job that all they're doing is taking my money every thursday and I'm still getting this pain when the blame's actually on the patient. So if a if a physiotherapist says to you they need you to do this particular stretch or this particular exercise or whatever it is, or a bit of rehab between three and five times a day, the answer's always five times a day. Always, always, always five times a day. And now you can get a walk around thinking, gee, you know, oh, geez, is that the time already? And all of a sudden, you know, it's dinner time. You, you've missed out on the entire day. You need to set your alarm clock on your phone. So let's say it's every five, every five you work it out, you know, if I do it every three hours, set your alarm every three hours. Once that alarm goes off, you need to do it. If you haven't got the opportunity to do it when that alarm goes off reset the alarm right i obviously can't do it in aisle three at the shopping center but i can do it in an hour's time when i'm home so reset that alarm make sure you're onto that make sure you're rehabbing like crazy have it so if you if you can tick all those boxes and you don't think that you ha you haven't got a hundred percent trust in this doctor definitely see another doctor why risk that these are very important procedures um you need to have and even if you didn't do you know what he said at a hundred percent you still need a hundred percent um confidence in the person that's going to be slicing and dicing you so i i the fact you've written that it makes me go just go see another one but once you do this, um, once you get into this, have the surgery done, if the doctor says between, you know, yeah, two to five times a day, the answer is always five times a day. Do it without, without fail. Set that alarm clock. You know, just have, um, I've got this flick and tick sheet on my, oh, actually on my fridge and on it will have, you know, have I taken my daily supplements? Have I... Have I have I stretched that day? Have I done um, meditated that day? Have I done any strength and conditioning that day? Have I done um, an oxygen deprivation session? Have I done um, a foam roller that day? No, it's flick and tick. If ever I get something that we're, and if I get a niggling, I injury. I treat that bad boy like a full full blown injury, and it's rehab big time. And I'll have and I'll add that onto the checklist, and I'll make sure I tick that X amount of times a day. So maybe you need to do something like that as well. But I would definitely look at doing it to um, getting a second opinion if that's if you and if you don't have a hundred percent confidence. And clearly, you don't have a hundred percent confidence. But just make sure you really get on to the top of that rehab. But for that cyst story. <laughs> um, I actually told this episode, this 
story on um, that podcast I was just promoting the See You Sometimes podcast, where um, I got the I did this Cadbury marathon and it started off okay, but um, how I didn't want to quit the marathon, so I just run nine. I think I ran nine minutes, walk one minute, or I might have walked thirty seconds every year. Whatever it was, I'd walk, run the rest of the way. It was a horrible time, but because I, I ended up getting this full blown cyst at the back of my knee, and I didn't know this until hours, hours after. But um, I, I was getting coached at the time by Alan Pittman, and I told him about it, and he just would not have a bar of me talking about it, and. I'd go for a long run, and he, and I'd say, "Oh, geez, my this sister's playing up," and he, he goes, it's, "It's above your head. Just focus about what's above your head." And I, I think it was like four, five, six weeks or whatever it was after Cabri Marathon, I did Coles Bay half, and and I was really worried about my knee playing up during it, and during the race, zero. The, you could, I could see it. It was like a big granddaddy bonker sitting behind my knee uh, at the back of my knee but I couldn't feel it during this race and I said I've you know the heat got to me but the but my knee felt really good there were no no issues with the cyst and he ripped it right up me he said would you stop talking about this cyst it's not the cyst that's the problem it's what's in your head you need to fix that I went oh Roger that, <laughs> and I never complained about it ever again. And luckily, you know, shortly after that, it actually fixed itself. But he he was convinced it was all in my head, and I'm thinking, well, this pain doesn't feel like it was in my head. But he had a point. I, the moment I stopped complaining about it, the moment it stopped hurting me. But um, yeah, that's just my little story. Yeah, if you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. Until tomorrow, and yes, there will be a tomorrow episode because I've got four, five, six or so episodes waiting for me to record. Hooroo!